0: Good morning, it's Tuesday week 3 and it's going to be a good day, I could feel it. It's another first decision we make a day to be in a good mood and that's the decision we're making right now to be in a good mood, focus on today. So, Dr P's nutrition call yesterday, just a quick recap on why you should listen to it. Again, it's not always about the like brown rice versus white rice, it's not about that, you can zoom out more. And uh, you know the topic of how to track when you're eating out. Well, you can't track accurately when you eat out most of the time because the calorie information is not there. What you can do is do your best, um, <clears throat> overestimate, put it in, and leave it at that. And actually, that's enough. And you know, if you do track your weight every day, which is something we can do easily, and you measure yourself in the app, right? And you you tight you you do the is your clothes fitting tighter or looser? Um, and you have progress pictures and stuff the app will understand if you make a progress or not anyway so if progress isn't being made after a X amount of weeks right and you're not really overestimating the calories you're eating out and you're saying you're in within your calories the app will start saying well if you are on track with the calories after X amount of time your measurements are not dropping your weights not dropping your foot your clothes are not fitting there's a tracking accuracy there's a tracking inaccuracy going on and that's why we have to look into these things but Again, you're on a one pound of fat loss per week program. One pound of fat a week, the moderate amount of fat to lose per week. If you don't track, if you do track and you go over, right? It just means most of you might not be hitting the one pound of fat loss a week, and it might be like half a pound of fat a week, and that's fine. Some weeks you don't lose fat, and that's fine. Like all other wins you get, so you didn't gain fat or lose fat, but you trained, you got your stronger body, built mental resilience. Uh, spoke in a community spoke on zoom for the first time human turtle radio had many wins building better habits, feeling better on yourself eating vegetables um, <clears throat> understanding macros more like so many wins going on in the week that the weight part yeah we lose a bit of weight here lose a bit of weight there I can maintain win one week maybe one week it'll be a slight gain and it's just a trend over time and I think a lot of people have posted in the group now like Melanie and other people of the graphs of weight loss and you can see clearly. It's up and down, up and down with the downward trajectory happening. But the weight is always up and down. There's some big spikes, low, it's a big spikes down. But it's always within the realm of, say, 5, 10 pounds. <coughs> it's always spiking. So that's fine. I just want to get that out of the way. And Dr. P did a really good point last night. He was like, people will go from F45 to Orange Theory to Barry's Boot Camp to this program, that program. This weight loss plan, that weight loss plan. But it really all boils down to how can i stop overeating my and my meals how can i stop my consistent my my constant snacking like whilst you've got a new face to the plans you're on are you really tackling the underlying issue which is the fact that we can't sit with ourselves and be happy with x amount of food we've had therefore we overeat or we can't sit inside a house and not eat every snack in sight or we can't go to any social scenario and not let it run away and you know we're just kind of going crazy, like do what plan, what workout plans helping with that, nothing, it's all about understanding these things and awareness, so yeah, don't run away, guys if you think it's hard and stuff, don't run away from it, we have to face these, we have to work from facts, remember this, we work from facts, we don't work from non-facts, a non-fact is well I, I want to be, I want to be uh, someone who is in control of their snack and I want to be someone who never has cravings, but, but we always have cravings, we're always greedy human beings that's the fact we live with our fact we're greedy human beings okay let's work from that fact so we're very greedy yes okay now we're in a scenario where there's food there's snacks do we have to be fighting the fact I don't want to be greedy so by the fact of me trying not to be greedy and overeating I'm actually creating a conflict in my mind And that battle in my head, and you can call it the chimp versus the human, you can call it just general conflict of the mind. That battle between me not wanting to be greedy and not wanting to eat that thing is causing so much conflict, we're fighting ourselves, and eventually this breaks us down and we eventually break in and eat that snack over it. But if we just sit with the fact, I am greedy, that food is in front of me, and I do feel the, the power for me to have because I'm greedy, but actually just observe that fact, and that's what Dr. P was saying, the awareness of observing that i'm greedy and i do want to eat snacks and i do want to eat more food and i do want to dessert and i do want more wine let's observe without trying to change the fact and the fighting goes still and when the fighting goes still we have a chance to make a decision and that's the power that decision we get then to choose you know what i am feeling a craving for that you know, I've I'm feeling I feel like I could eat another dessert. I feel like I could have a few more pints, but I understand the pulls on me. I get it. It's powerful stuff, really beyond my control. Like you know, looking at this amazing fudge cake, it's, it's it's so tempting. Other people around me are having it, but I'm to decline because I see the powers on me in a decline. And this is the battle. This is the ultimate showdown on on health and fitness, isn't it? If you really break it down, it is this. Like, can we eat two? fullness and not overeat and when do we know when we're full well plate sizes have gone bigger larges have turned into mediums and mediums have turned into smalls and size wise you know that's 2xl now is like a large back in the day no it's the other way around large now is like a 2xl back in the day so we're always going to be fighting this so i'd suggest you go and listen back to that Um, Session with dr. P because we cover more than as well. We there's another topic we cover as well as the fact like Should you eat back the calories you burn from exercise In answer, no you shouldn't let me tell you why you shouldn't do this This is the this is the first trip up people did in health and fitness advice before was um, Eat back the calories, so you know run off You know if you have if you if you do a run you can have a mouse bar and all this stuff and, and my fitness pal has this setting on automatically so it will automatically reduce add back your calories that you've done through walking and working out okay the problem with this is that we burn way less calories than we think doing exercise you do an hour of workouts you might burn three to four hundred calories okay and that's continuous working out for an hour whatever your fitness tracker say is not going to be accurate they are in studies are not, they are off by 21 to 91 percent They might show trends but they're not accurate so and we know working out is 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 the is like the third biggest impact or maybe the fourth biggest impact on our metabolic rate so your metabolic rate is broken into four segments right you've got your base metabolic rate which is the calories your body burns to survive and you know just to work and that's about 50 to 55 percent of your calories per day is done through just genuine general function right the next big one is your non-exercise activity You're walking, you're fidgeting, you're, you know, sitting and standing, all these small movements we do. That's the next big part of our um, calories burned per day, right? Then it's the thermic effect of food. The calories we burn through eating and protein has the highest thermic thermic effect of food because it takes more to break it down and stuff like that. So you burn more calories, digesting protein than you would carbs and fat. So if you are going to overeat on your macros, try and overeat on protein because it's very rarely does get eventually break down and in turn into the fats hard for it to do. <clears throat> the last one in most cases and sometimes it does reverse and some people do more exercise than the thermic effect of food but it's exercise. Exercise is minuscule in the in the course of the week and we're always looking at weekly averages. If you work out once a day for an hour you might burn 300 calories per, per session maybe right. Most people don't work out an hour and you'll quickly find that the of the normal average person which is all of us working out every day will cause burnout over time the reason it causes burnout is because we got all the day-to-day activities we do we got family and stuff as well we've got the working out itself but then we've got the gradual breakdown so we're not giving ourselves enough rest we're not giving ourselves the rest and recovery to get back stronger we're always on the go we're always stressed with work family and we're always putting ourselves through workouts eventually leads to burnout so in reality we want about three to four sessions a week okay sometimes more if you're pushing for bigger things and that's not gonna burn a much calories and we don't care how many calories it burns we don't care how many calories a strength workout burns the purpose of the strength workout is to get stronger build muscle the purpose of yoga isn't to burn calories it's to improve your balance and flexibility and stillness the purpose of boxing isn't to burn calories, it's to get your body put, moving energy through it, shifting energy from the feet to the hips to the hands, feeling unreli- un- un- unleashing stress, feeling on top of the world, feeling powerful, that's what boxing's for. You know, the, the sweat, shred and lift with Janine, that's not really about burning calories either, that's about total body conditioning. How much can you push your body muscular endurance-wise? <clears throat> so you look at these workouts and really we don't care about calories in either of them, it's nice maybe to, we you know we burn calories, but it's not things. So that's why if you think about, well, I'll burn, I'll do more exercise so I can eat more snacks. It's just foolish because it's, what's going to happen is you're going to burn less than you think. You're going to eat more than you think and you're going to ruin that deficit you're in. And actually the, where, the, where we need to focus our control is our moderation. That's the big battleground, the moderation. It doesn't have to be battleground, but that's where the tension needs to go on our moderation. On this journey, <clears throat> and uh, in terms of moderation, like it, it means th- different things for other people. Like, is that mean? Does it mean the same every day? No. But what it for, for me? What it means for me is questioning myself and the studies on this, like the Batman study, asking kids what would Batman do when they were giving them a choice between eating like fruit or um, chips, and if they asked themselves what would Batman do, they were way more likely to go for the apple slices versus the chips. And it's kind of like similar what we need to say. We like, what would like, what would the person we um, we look up to do in a situation? What would the ideal person? Why? What would the? What would the? Um, the ultimate version of me do? And ask yourself, you know, and if we ask ourselves this, and someone commented in the chat last night as well, saying that they did do this, they went, they zoomed back and looked at their goals. And it stopped them making a decision, in, a, in an impulsive decision, just get a delivery or just, you know, eat snacks and stuff. So moderation is questioning our behaviours. Is this necessary? Marcus Aurelius would say that all the time. And you, you come to Stoicism, he'd always say, is this necessary? And if we ask ourselves this in terms of eating, I think it's a brilliant tactic. Scott, is eating that third pair necessary? It's not, mate. You've had one pair, it was lush, it was nice, Stop eating the fucking bears. Just have one. Why? What's wrong with you? Is it necessary to eat as fast as I do? No, it's not. I need to slow down. You know, is it necessary to go to Sainsbury's every day and buy ready foods And when you can just meal prep for three days up front and have all the veggies you want? You know, starting the question, looking into my own behaviours and actually I would, I needed to be better at cooking and that's I've been upfront about this for this challenge is for me is to meal prep again get more vegging and is it necessary for me to keep going convenient food spending all our money is it necessary if you have a delivery at the end of the day when you had a meal an hour ago is it necessary if you have takeaway on a Sunday morning when you can just get up and walk to the shop and get loads of fruits and veggies and you know, you know local stuff and have that instead so start questioning yourselves guys because we have been conditioned by this society we're into to overindulge on everything every single thing we have been conditioned to overindulge on. Think about it. Food, clothing, buying houses, buying more houses, more money with our job, more status, more jewellery, you know, more fame online, more social status, more followers, more likes, more comments, more abs, all this stuff, all this more, 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 more. And we do have to put a fork in and go, is this necessary? What are we saying? When do we say this? When are we going to take a stand against this? So we're just going to go with the lemons and go, yeah, yeah, I'll just be tell whatever, whatever, whatever pops up on my news feed I'm going to do, whatever pops up on my explore feed, whatever I see on the tube station in Dubai, I'll just wither away and I'll just follow what this world is telling me to do and I'll have no free will whatsoever. Is that how we want to live or do we want to live by actually going? Is this necessary? Let me have a look at this. Let me question this. My first impressions. Let me question this. Let me have a look at this. Is this right? Is this is this wrong? And let's navigate with a bit more attention to the now. What you'll find is when you're thinking of the future, you get anxiety in the past, you know, they say the past is depression and the future is anxiety, but it's probably a mix. When we're always thinking of like tomorrow and yesterday, we don't focus on now, yeah? And we tend to be more impulsive then because we haven't got our te- our attention in the now when you got your your attention in the now you are fully aware of the forces upon you throughout the day you can see oh that's that's nice i see oh okay i see that I'm acting on mcdonald's over there i can see how that would have pulled me in well i can see that and you, you start being very attentive to yourself in the in the present moment and you will notice you've got far more control than you think about your next action when we're not attentive in the present moment and we're we're daydreaming we're in there you know how many times have you walked with your phone? Yeah, you walk on your phone and you're texting and you're walking through public, and you sometimes realize, wow, I've just walked through that entire park or up this entire road, and I didn't look really once at the the road next to me. I didn't really pay attention to any cars that passed or people I walk past or people who walk past me. I don't really know how many people did. Like you actually don't know the number. It's quite scary. you could have just walked in the road, like. There's so many things you missed because your attention was elsewhere. Yeah, that, I, I don't know if any of you have had that realization before, but I, I've done that many times. And I start questioning, wow, like, what did I miss out then? Because I'm not focusing, and if I did focus, what would have I seen? You know, you could have seen someone rob someone in the top left of your eyesight, but you never, you're not really there, but you, it's there happening, and you're only looking, and you're on your phone, and it happens, it goes up, and oh, my God, really? That's kind of how we need to navigate our nutrition journey. We can't just keep like, being in our mind elsewhere because then we'll have a snack here, bite there, nibble there, decision to do that there. And I'll leave you with this quote, and it's again by one of the Stoics Epictetus. He says, you should have your mind being attentive just as you are if you were barefoot walking on a cobbled street. So if you're walking on stones on the beach and, and stuff like that, or on the rocks, you know, on your barefoot, you're really attentive where your feet go, right? Because one wrong move... And that ankle is twisting, you break your ankle. Okay, that's normal. So we go, okay, I'm watching you, and you go slow, and you're steady, like you're, t- you're still moving forward, of course, but you're just like, okay, ooh, ooh, that ah. And you're watching out. And he says that's so that we should be with our own mind day to day. We should be always watching out. we we'll slip there, slip there. Is that gonna go and twist my mind? Is that gonna do this and that? And he says you should have that attention in your mind. It's actually more, more, more powerful and more um, important to have that in the mind. And that's if you can bring that attention to your eating, I promise you today is going to be easier for you. You'll notice things and you won't react to them, and you'll respond. So give it a go today. Be very attentive today. Think about the walking on the stones and the rocks and being there with the mind, and see how it goes. And don't try and change the forces upon you. You know the conditioning, the the, the, the cravings and all that stuff and the, the the world around us because we can't change the world really. But look how it impacts you and like kind of let that emotion wash through you without reacting to it. That's kind of how I envision it. As I feel, oh, I feel craving for it. But then just like sit and accept it. And just do that with everything today and be attentive and let me know what happens. And, you know, see if you do have more control in your day. But enjoy your day, guys. I hope it goes well. Get you one big thing done, as always. And you'll eventually do more things. <laughs> the classic mind trick. But please watch that Q&A. Have a good day. And... Yeah, live one day at a time because it's all we can do.